Welcome to episode 16 of the unofficial Gilmore Girls podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm Dave. In this episode, we're going to discuss the most recent Gilmore Girls episode that aired on Tuesday, episode 619, I Get a Sidekick Out of You, and we'll also talk about spoilers for the next episode. But before we get to that, just wanted to recap from our news update we did the other day regarding the announcement that the Paladinos are going to leave the Gilmore Girls at the end of the season. We all know Gilmore Girls is going to be different. I know there's been a lot of concerns voiced about it and what's going to happen with the show. But it's going to be different anyway, just because Logan is graduating. And if you remember from the Vineyard Valentine episode, Mitch yeah, and Marty told him he's going to London. Like the day after graduation. Right. So he's not going to be around next year. Are they going to do the long distance thing? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows what's going to happen with Luke and Lorelai either? Yeah, Roy's still got another year in college. Mm-hmm. So. That'll be sort of the same if she, you know, stays going to college. but She didn't drop out again. Yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be a lot of different changes anyway. And the guy taking over, it's not like he's a new to the Gilmore Girls. He's been, he's been ri- writing with them for a long time. Not a long time, but for a couple at, seasons? Least, at least a year, I think. Oh, okay. So that's a season. I can't remember exactly, but it's not like they just hired him, you know. So right. He knows the history and... The vibe. And and he's worked with the Paladinos. Yeah. Hand, hand in hand, so that's good. So we'll see what happens, but I wouldn't get too concerned about it. And then um, after we did the news update, um, got another source that said that the Paladinos only wanted one more season, but the WB wanted two, and mm. that's another reason they left. My news update, my info was turned around, so who knows. Either way, they weren't agreeing on the number of years. Right. And I, you know, in, in, unless we sit down and talk with them, we don't know if they're if they want to leave Gilmore Girls. I mean, as, as fans, we're thinking, oh, this is their baby; they'd never want to leave, and they'd want to see it through. But they could just get burned out. Yeah, and- or you know, they maybe they've got something that's calling. You know, they've got a calling to go do something else that they feel really strongly about. And, and maybe they will come back to write the last episode. Sure, who knows? like a guest. Uh, writer, mm-hmm. maybe. They guess right on other episodes, or other shows, yeah. Family Guy. Yeah, that was Dan, was the Dan that did that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. They're, or, you know, and then, and the other thing is, they, it might have been like we reported that they weren't offered enough money, and they, they are the show. Just like, you know, we talked about this in previous podcasts, you know, Lauren Graham and uh, Alexis Bledel, and then the writers... Uh, Amy and Dan, they are Amy more so, are the are the makeup of Gilmore Girls. So if the network WB or CW, whoever it's going to be isn't going to you know show them the money per se that's in quotations, then that's what it is. You know what I mean? If, if The show I'd, wouldn't go on? Yeah, exactly. I mean if, if they're making you know hand over fist kind of money, this, what is it like the top five, the fifth most popular show on TV or something like that, or is that? On? I don't know. It, it has to. Com- I read something the other day that said even though it has to compete with American Idol for airtime because mm-hmm. they air at the same time, it still has 4.1 million viewers a week. Yeah, that's, and that's and that's from Nielsen boxes, which isn't completely accurate. Right. But I'd like to think that it's more. You know what I mean? But I'm also a fan. And you also get a lot of people who just watch the reruns in ABC Family or all the different countries who don't have the yeah, most. Yeah, they're a season out or right. two seasons out. That's ridiculous. So I, it's only counting Americans, I think. And so all over the world, there's another. Yeah, that's 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 way more money when they you know when they've finished recording a season and they sell it to like you know Sky 
satellite system for Europe or whatever they got, or their hot bird or whatever they got. And that's more money for them. You know what I mean? And if they're not going to share some of that money with the people that, you know, create the show, whether it be actors or writers, then that's not right. You forgot another important person that if they were to not offer them enough money that the show couldn't go on either. Who's that? Matt Zuckery. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Who plays Logan. Hello. Yes. The show could not go on without him, David. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how true that is. He is a good actor. The show couldn't go on for me without him, okay? All right, I feel you. It just wouldn't be the same. Yes, your infatuation with Matt has been growing. You're the one that looks up stuff about Alexis Bledel every day on the internet. Not just Alexis. Oh, and he's like, I'm working on the website for our fans. (laughs) And like, you don't even post half that stuff on there, David. (laughs) I'm like, leave me alone. Am I your substitute for Alexis? (laughs) I'm doing research. No, it, I, I, I try and make our website the best experience for our users. Right. Oh, I had, I've had stuff that I wanted to post about uh, what's Milo. About Milo, and I, I get these dirty looks. Don't you dare post that. I'm He's like, not on the show anymore. I, I'm like, that's a cool video of like him and Alexis doing some like. No, thing. this was an interview with yeah. him about like the Bedford Diaries. Right, and she's stuff. like, don't put that on there. I was like, all right, fine. It's not relevant anymore, I okay? Not. All right, I don't want to clutter up our website with a bunch of junk. With spam? Is that spam? I don't know, but I, we do have that video of that that independent film that Alexis is doing. So right, that's up there. I'm Reed Fish. Yes. So if anyone wants to check that out, they can. That's on the main page. It's the trailer. Right, and and later I might move that over to just the video section. I don't know. Maybe I'll just leave it there. It'll eventually drop off. I don't know, but you know, if people want to check out some of those interviews and stuff on the right side, there's a video section. There's a bunch of little interviews. You need to get more Matt Zuckery interviews. I'll see what I can. Find. I've noticed you don't really do a lot of those. Uh huh. Um, are you jealous? No, I'm not jealous. Is this going to be an issue? I'll put some Mad Zuckery stuff on okay. the website. I think you need to. Yes, ma'am. All right, so to get to the topic at hand, mm-hmm. episode, it's just played. I get a sidekick out of you. When I first read that title, I didn't realize that they were selling out and really referring to the T-Mobile sidekick. Yeah. Um, well, it's I, almost I, like the real world. Oh, let me go check my T-Mobile yeah. for the newest info about our... Yeah, from our text messaging, yeah. which is, you know, yeah, it's such a commercial. It's like product placement to the extreme. It's really bad. And Lorelai had a pink razor. Totally had a pink razor. So I, I, I was like, sweet, she's got a razor. That's her third cell phone this season, too. Yeah, I'm a geek, so I notice stuff like that. I'm like, that's, a, that's not the same cell phone, you know? But then it always has the same ringer. Yeah, so. which... Uh, we have razors, and we don't have that ringer, so isn't that yeah. interesting? I'm working on it. Give me time. Oh, yeah, it'd be cool to have Lorelai's ringer. Yeah, I'll work on it. I was trying to pull it from the show, but they were talking over the ringer as it went off, so I couldn't do it. Um, I'll, I'll keep looking around. But if anybody, anybody wants some ringers that are you know Gilmore Girl-related, they're usually like the bumper music or some of the la-las and stuff. They can go to the website and pick those up. So Christopher bought Rory a sidekick in this episode, and he... They're texting each other back and forth like mad crazy. and So crazy that it, like it wasn't was, even realistic. He was like driving and texting at the same time. Like, I'm going to the hardware store. You can't. And then like immediately say, I'm looking for tacos. I'm like, no, it doesn't happen that fast. And yeah, like they were typing weird. as fast as they were talking. And he was responding just as quickly. And I was like, that's not realistic. I mean, I've never used a sidekick. It could go pretty fast. But I think they were exaggerating a little bit. Sure. I don't know, and I, I I'm not. I think into that the they just had to keep up with the flow. That's fast talking for the show, and they wanted to think that they were 
I don't know. I, was texting I, too. I, I could never get into texting because I can call somebody just as quickly and say the exact same thing. You know what I mean? I, I don't understand. Yeah, I have people, like friends that text me. I don't pay for text messaging, so sorry if that shows up on our cell phone bill. <laughs> uh, I don't text them back, though. If it's important enough, I'll just call them about, like, okay, what's up? You know, I know, and I can understand, like, women might take longer to, you know, get the message across that, like, let's say you just want to meet up at, like, a bar for drinks. If a guy calls me, he'd be like, hey, what's up? I'm like, nothing. I'm like, we're getting together for beers. Applebee's. Nine-ish. Cool. See ya. That's it. That's the, that was the conversation. See, I totally got that done way faster than anybody can text message anything. Now, women, they'd be like, hey, how's it going? I don't know. What's up with you? What are you wearing? Oh, that's really cute. But see, that would take a really long time keep... to do in text messaging, too, so I'd get annoyed with that. Why is it got to be a, a sex thing, David? It is. I mean, I, I think it's a difference between men and women, sure. Hmm. But we saw that Christopher was the one being the, the woman and texting oh, no. all the time. <laughs> So you're calling Chris a girl now? Hey, he's a little feminine. What are you going to do? <laughs> so he's got his T-Mobile sidekick. That's cool. He apologized for text or for sidekick stalking Rory <laughs> later in the show, which is pretty funny that he realized he had a problem because it was kind of annoying after a while. You know what? I bet I bet you dimes the donuts that uh, Lorelai's cell phone changes the next episode because it didn't match her outfit. That thing was so like blazing pink and so was the dress she was wearing. At the, at the dragonfly, then I bet that's what it was all about. And they're going to switch it right back. Because it's realistic to be able to, like in the real world, we Hell can yeah. switch our phones. In the real world, you're like, the like the cell phone provider's like, nope, you aren't able to upgrade it. You have to wait another year and a half, yeah. you know, so not realistic. But then again, the clothes she wear she wears aren't realistic either because they're really expensive clothes and half the time she had no money like when the dragonfly wasn't open yet okay before the dragonfly i can understand she was you know strapped for cash but now I mean, she's a businesswoman yes but now i can understand it yeah. but she's not it's not like her clothing improved when the dragonfly opened all right good point so i don't know just a lot of things we noticed about tv life that we wish was reality so this episode centered around the planning and execution of the wedding for Lane and weddings. Let weddings. I'm sorry, the, the three weddings for Two. for Lane and Zach. Um, we finally get our season. Oh, six I was thinking three because they had that reception. The reception afterwards. I didn't really. That's not no. a wedding. I'm sorry. They had two receptions though. Yeah. We finally get our season six wedding that they promised us all along, but. Yeah. And I'm happy for Lane and Zach. It's not like I didn't want them to get married, but it's not the season six wedding we wanted. Right. Which but the season's not over yet. No, so it, but it was it was cute nonetheless. They're the second wedding, I guess. The, well, even the first one was kind of cool too. The Buddhist one. Yeah. Which very happened? Authentic. Which happened because her Miss Kim's mom, Lane's grandmother, Granny Kim, Granny Kim came from uh, Korea and had never traveled, so they didn't think she was going to come. And, like, right when Lorelai came over to drop off the dress. Which was very hip and cool. That's did what, a good did, job I know, that. did I mention that in the last podcast? Yes, that was that my was prediction, prediction. That she wasn't going to destroy it. She was going to make it modern and, and sexy and cool. And it wasn't the sexy I was I had imagined in my mind. Like I, But it was still very nice. approving for Mrs. Kim. You sure, know, but, not like that, she was, but not the moo-moo. Right. Right. So she comes and shows her the, the dress, and Miss Kim, like, just gets all Alzheimer's on us and just... Like loses her mind she's for like, a second. She's like, Lorelai, what are you doing here? And she just talked to her like two seconds ago. Yeah, and for a second, I, and I, like the first time I watched it, it, took the second time watching it that I got it. I was like, oh my goodness, are they like trying to 
let us see that Miss Kim's going to lose her mind in the next season or but something like gonna that. she's going to get Alzheimer's, and that's going to be the storyline with Lane and Zach next season. Yeah. Care of her. I was like, no, don't go there. That's so weird. And, but then the second time I watched it, the phone rang just before, uh, mm. she, and then she left to go answer the phone, came back, and was so disoriented. She was disoriented because she got a call that her mother was going to show up, and that meant that she had to hide all of her Christian things. She had to clean up the house. And not that the house wasn't clean. I mean, Miss Kim keeps a clean house, but it had all the antiques of her business scattered amongst the. And it didn't have Buddha stuff out. So she right. had to put like the big Buddha out, and it was funny for Lane because she was like, "Wow, I'm only, I'm just one generation oh. of people hiding stuff from their mothers under you floorboards know, yeah. and stuff." Yeah, that was really cute. She, she used the same floorboards that she was hiding her albums. Like her mom was like, "Take these to the, to the floorboards." <laughs> that was cute. And that's why she really freaked out, too, about Lorelai coming to the wedding alone, was because she didn't think her mom would approve. She was like, an unmarried woman of your age, alone, the way you dress? Yeah. <laughs> People are going to think that you're like a prostitute or something. That's pretty much what she was saying. And in the background, like when, when she was waiting for Christopher to show up, they actually show, they had like a little group of Korean guys behind, and they are all like pointing at her and stuff. Yeah. And you know that's exactly what they were thinking, so it was funny. Um, and she ended up bringing Christopher, and I think right. we talked about this last week in the spoilers, was Luke's still on the Philadelphia trip with April. Um, she asked Michelle, and he was going to go. He was all about going because he was like, so you're going to be my date. You have to look perfect. And, you know, he was like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a terrific dancer. Yeah. You know, and he started dancing, which is hilarious. But at the same time, kind of disturbing because you can just see him at a club doing that. Yeah. <laughs> And he's so full of himself. Yeah. He knows that he looks good, and like he knows he, that he dances great. He is the, in a, the epitome of a metrosexual. Yeah. Like, if you typed in metrosexual, like Wikipedia... I'd imagine his face pops up. I think it should. So And then he was, he was telling Loyal what she should wear to match him. Yeah. He was, was like, like oh my silver God. would look great. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy, every, no one can take their eyes off of us. I was like, holy crap. And Loyal, I was like, I bet the bride will love that, you know. But then he ended up having to bail at the last minute, because he got tickets to the front row... Like Got front row tickets to, to Celine Dion. To see Celine Dion again. For like the sixth time. So since they are texting like crazy, Rory just texts Christopher and he ends up showing up to be her date. So she How doesn't convenient. get alone. Yeah. But before that, before we get to the wedding, let's, you know, go, go back. back. Up a little bit? I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't make me do like the the 18 wheeler backup noises. No, do don't, don't back up the 18 wheeler. Okay. Or before Rory's leaving school, she's trying to get out of the paper so she can go to Stars Hollow for the bachelorette party for Lane. Um, and people were, like, driving her crazy. She was supposed to have been gone 15 minutes ago. Um, Paris is trying to give her her article, and she's like, well, I have a pro-tenure piece and an anti-tenure piece. And she's <laughs> like, I can't pick a side. Either way I look at it, I'm right. <laughs> I love that. And that's like... Epitome of Paris, too, because she's so like that. She always thinks she's right, and uh-huh. even when she has, like, opposing sides, she's right, and that was pretty funny. It was the only time we get to see her the whole episode, but at least it was a funny scene. And then the female Life and Death Brigaders show up to the newspaper trying to get Rory to go to Costa Rica with them that night. Yeah, and for a moment, because they were so adamant about it, I thought that, that's, I was like, is Rory really going to go? But, you know, our but we spoiler... we knew in the previews that she, we said you were walking down the aisle for Lane's wedding. Right, so that, that couldn't happen. And, and, you know, none of the information that our research team found showed us that, so... So she turned it down. So that'll be interesting to find out what happened with that. Which we did, kind of, at the very end. But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, the bachelorette party, 
Lorelai planned it all, had all like tiaras and t-shirts made and very girly, funny stuff. And even Lane's cousin came and she like changed clothes and to be like Lane where she like had like double dressed and like took off her skirt and her nice Christian shirt and had on like a t-shirt and jeans. Yeah. Too bad it was Avril Lavigne. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? Like right then. It's her cousin, right? Mm-hmm. Her cousin looked really cute. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my goodness, you know. What I mean? mm-hmm. And her accent is a little forced. I think it's fake. You, oh, you think it's <laughs> totally fake, Lisa? Okay. But I'm just saying, like, it's. I don't know if that maybe that girl like grew, you know, was born and raised in L.A., you know, Orange County somewhere, and she saw like a Korean movie, and that's the best she can do. I don't know, but I think they should let her throttle back on that a little bit and do more of a. Uh, mixed accent, you know what I mean? It seems a little forcing. I mean, almost like derogatory. <laughs> like, like it's the kind of accent that I would do if I wanted to, like, you know, be rude and make somebody make fun of somebody else's, you know, language. It's really weird, but yeah, she looks cute. They run into the bachelor party um, because they're also looking for stuff to do. Stars Hollow is not a happening town, people. As much, you know, to our surprise, we yeah. thought it was gonna be like the party town, but not much going on. Movies canceled, bars closed early. Yeah. Kind of like my so, hometown. Was, they're like, what about the bar? Oh, it was his, uh, his wife's anniversary, or their, their anniversary so closed early. Remind me of my hometown. The only thing happening after like 9 p.m. was the Super Walmart. So that's always where you went like late at night. So since the town's not happening and they have nothing else to do, they end up all going to hang out at Brian's aunt's basement. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Gotta suck a little bit, but they made the best of it, I guess. Then we see them at the wedding later, and first wedding was the grandmother's wedding, the Buddhist one. It was pretty authentic looking, and Zach I... seemed to really enjoy his outfit yeah. a little too much. Kind of disturbing, but... Um, and Mrs. Kim and Granny Kim argued the whole time. Yeah. And you almost thought that like she didn't like Zach or something. Yeah, I was, I was like, what is she disapproving of? And I, I made a mental note of this when we were watching. I thought it was really cool of the show to not translate directly what her uh, grandmother was saying. Or the ceremony. Or the ceremony, because you know what? It really, I mean, it's universal. You, Unless you hate to read. Yeah. <laughs> You have subtitles. Well, I think there were too many subtitles, but like, I didn't want someone to like every time his gra- granny spoke that somebody said, "Oh, this is what she said." And you thought it was cool that Lane learned a little bit of Korean. Yeah, I noticed that. Like, like Lane, well, Keiko, the actress. That's cool that she. I mean, she grew up in Hawaii, right? right. So, and she she might be of Korean descent, but you know, if she learned Korean just for the show, you know, I give her props for that. Or and then past that, the character Lane. I think it's cool that she didn't completely shun her, uh, you know, Korean heritage. Like, I know she went there for the summer and all, but you can tell that she cared enough to maintain that language for, you know, the entire time she was growing up. And so that when she did go to visit for summer, she wasn't the family member that didn't know Korean. You know what I mean? She wasn't the odd person out. So I thought that was really cool. I I know a lot of young people that you know, came from Mexico or came from, you know, a different country. And once they become, once they come as children to America, they just could care less about their native language. I think that's kind of sad. Yeah, that was pretty cool of her. Um, really weird, though, the way, like, as soon as the ceremony was over, Granny Kim gets in her taxi and sleeps. Which is gone. And she didn't, like, hang out or kiss Lane by or anything. And then after she's driving away, Mrs. Kim yells out, Go! <laughs> like, everyone then, just makes a mad dash for the then, chapel. And then they run to the church for the Seventh-day Adventist wedding. Um, 
And, and Lorelai and Christopher are like, why are we running? And Rory's like, 58 seconds and 62 Koreans. That's why. <laughs> and, like, it was funny because we were at church the other night, and, you know, we were trying to get seats. And I was like, hurry, David, 58 seats and 62 Koreans. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. And then you yeah. see when you get, they get to the church, Miss Patty's already there, and she's been saving seats. And she's like, honey, I've been here all night, 58 seats and 62 Koreans. <laughs> she already had it figured yeah. out. She had, like, corn puffs and stuff. She was like, here, you want a carrot? <laughs> The funniest part of the episode to me was when Mrs. Kim has the talk about the wedding night with Lane. Yeah, that was awkward. <laughs> it was hilarious, Because <laughs> she's like, there are things you have to do, terrible things. The man's expectations start at the beginning. You have to kiss him at the wedding. You have to share a bed tonight, and you're going to have to do it. You're just going to have to do it. And then she says something that's, like, really disturbing in more ways than one. She's all like... If you're lucky like me, you only have to do it once. And I was just like, oh. Because, like, when you think about your parents, yeah. they only. That's exactly what you think. You know what I mean? Like, I had four kids. They thought they only did it four times. Right. Yeah. But uh, you just don't like to think about it at all. And so I'm sure Elaine was really grossed out by that. But um, really annoyed in the Seventh-day Adventist wedding they had the church that Lane walked down the aisle by herself. Where was her dad to give her away? Yeah, I know. We talked about that before. Mr. Kim. I really Kim. thought that they would bring him out for this episode. Yeah, but, but then that'd be extra stuff because they couldn't just throw in this Mr. Kim guy and then have... They would have to explain. That'd be a whole other scene. But her dad didn't give her away and he's, like, alive and his parents... Her parents are still married, supposedly, you know? Yeah, supposedly. I don't know. But maybe he's just like Al from Al's Pancake World. Never going to see him. Never going to see him. You can hear commercials. Right. But that's about it. Um, I do like how Lane and Zach got married really fast. Like, everybody was like, oh, that was a quick wedding. That was pretty cool. Like, they had a fast ceremony. Mm-hmm. And we had a fast ceremony. Just, I know. You know. Knock that stuff out. Said, I do. Kiss, and you go. That's all so, you really got to do. None of this, like... Oh, pause so somebody sings a song. We'll let somebody recite a poem, you know. Yeah, and let someone come up and talk about their lives. Like, that's all for the reception. You know what I mean? When people are drinking and can tolerate you. Yeah. Well, I just think it's good because, you know, you got the important stuff. You're just as married at the end regardless. So, mm-hmm. Big thing that happened in the ceremony was Lorelai mentioned that, you know, Lane's the first one of Rory's friends to get married, and Christopher's all like, well, Rory could be next. And you can tell that Lorelai's not happy about that because she's thinking, I should be getting married before Rory does, you know. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know if that's going to happen right now because she doesn't know when they're getting married, and she makes that known at their reception. They have, like, the Korean reception where, like, all the Koreans grab the food they made and they just, like, get in their cars and go, which is kind of weird but mm-hmm. kind of cool. And then Mrs. Kim's like, okay, I'm going to go home and I'm going to – you know, plug my ears so I don't hear all the stuff that happens tonight, which is her way of giving Lane permission to go out and get drunk at her own reception tonight, which is kind of cool. And then it shows, then after Mrs. Kim leaves, um, Kirk and the yummy bartender show up. The yummy, Kirk has got so many different, like, ventures that he does. He's, He's such an, an entrepreneur. entrepreneur. I know, it's, it's awesome. And he wanted to know, asked Rory if he thought, if she thought that they were yummy enough. And he was like, my goal was to bring truly yummy bartenders to the Lonely Women of Stars Hollow. Like, like that's his demographic is just the female, you know, portion of Stars Hollow. Hey, they got some lonely women. I guess. Well, he seems to be taking care of them plenty fine. Right. Well, and then he ends up firing them later because one of them put fruit in Lulu's drink. And so he's like, okay, I had to fire all the bartenders. 
They were too <laughs> yummy, just too yummy. So then, like, drinks are on your own. Yeah. Which is nice for Lorelai because she goes and gets, like, 20 tequila shots. Yeah, like, that was from weird. The bar, after even, the bar was open. Because, even you divide that by two people, that's 10 shots well, she says, of straight tequila. She says later she did eight shots already. So Yeah, man. Well, what happened was, you know... She starts looking through Rory's camera, and she sees a picture of Rory and April from Mm -hmm. Jess's opening in Philadelphia, and she gets all pissed. And she gets all depressed thinking, well, I don't know April, and just Mm -hmm. the wedding thing, and it's just all, I think all the emotions hit her at once. And so she's like, okay, I'm going to go do shots, you know. And then she gets plastered, and then we have Brian give a toast, and Rory give a toast, um, and then... And Rory's toast is cool because she reads this letter that Elaine wrote her in, like, fourth grade about how she's in love with this guy and is going to marry him. And then at the end, she's all like, see you at Brownies. Yeah, see you at Brownies. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> so, and then Lorelai gets up there, and she gives, like, this really drunk toast, and she's like, it's really hard to get married. It's not from in the cards for me. No, it's not going to happen for me. And she's like, do you know what date I'm not going to get married? <laughs> June 3rd, do not save the date. And everybody's just like, oh, God, she's making an idiot of herself. Yeah. And then Rory and Chris take her off stage and home, which is pretty bad. But what's cool is that, like, Lane and Zach, after that happens, they're still, like, totally perfect wedding, man. <laughs> yeah, they're still, like, cool about it all. Well, it was cool. We got to see the reunion of Pep Alien. Mm-hmm. We got to see Brian make out with Lane's cousin. Oh yeah! Another cool thing about their reception was was that, and I, that I noticed was the picture of them together. It, but it was, you know, looked like the cover of a White Stripes album. I oh, that, that was pretty cool. That was interesting. Very rock and roll, as they would say. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Good wedding all around. I think they did a good job with it. Did Lane and Zach justice. So then we see Rory and Chris, like I said, taking the drunk Lorelai home. I'm trying to get her sober up. Not really working. Um, Then Rory gets a call. And I knew this was going to happen, people. I mean, they just made it obvious that, like, the way that Logan left on the trip, Mm -hmm. we already knew it was going to be dangerous. They didn't say bye to each other. Right. Not a proper goodbye. (laughs) Right. Um, He was going to be out of cell phone range for a couple of days. They Mm -hmm. haven't talked. Just the whole thing. had a bad vibe about it. But Logan got hurt on his little stunt he tried to pull. So... They had to airlift him to a hospital in New York, so Rory's rushing there. Then Christopher takes Lorelai up to bed. Yeah, and that's when Luke calls. Yeah. And right when Luke calls, I thought, oh, my goodness, this is what's going to make them, like, go back on the rocks again because she's going to answer the phone drunk-sounding. Then Christopher's going to, like, wake up because he was on the, he was he was on on the like, chair Yeah, so next it wasn't to her. like they slept together No, and, and they didn't even imply that, but... If I called you, if you're my fiance, and I called your your cell phone, you're supposed to be at your house and you're asleep, and you sound drunk or like you know you like you just woke up, and then I hear a Christopher's name in, or Christopher's voice in the background, holy crap, you'd have some answering to do. Some answering, but Luke doesn't get to interrogate her anymore after the stuff he's pulled. I'm sorry, he doesn't know, get to just, anymore because he's a hypocrite. I'm just saying that that would cause some drama, right? And would. that would let the writers go into like a whole thing about them being back on the rocks and possibly breaking up. But they didn't go that route because, like, right when she started talking to him, Christopher shut up and just stood up and walked out. And then out. the credits rolled, so you don't know what's going to happen nope. with that. It could be one of those things where she doesn't tell him for, like, a couple of months or something. That like, what, that, he, that she took him, or that she took Christopher to the wedding? Or the whole thing. She know how she hides stuff from him, and he hides stuff from her, mm. so. Well, nothing happened, so I can't imagine yeah. anything would come of that. But uh, they're already tense anyway, so I think mm-hmm. any little thing is going to make it worse. So that's about it. 
for that episode. You wanna, and you know what that sound means. You want to lead into some spoilers? Well, I think the alert just popped up, so yeah. that's what it means. <laughs> it's that time. So what kind of spoilers do you have for us? It's Well, it's episode 620. Man, we're coming real close to the end. So only three episodes left, people. And then that's it till, what, September? Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. Well, I know what we're going to do for the podcast. Well, yeah, but, but I mean... I don't know. I'm just going to have to like watch DVDs all the time, I yeah, guess. Yeah, Tuesday nights not going to be the same. We'll just no. go back and start watching it. Oh, do you think we could watch it from like season one all the way back to season seven again? Or through season six, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Okay. That'll be fun. People at home, you can do the same thing. You'd have to go to the website and, you know, if you don't have the DVDs, you can buy them. They're on the right. Well, until then, we still got some stuff that could happen. Three episodes left. A lot could happen. We know that they're notorious for their season finale, so who knows what will happen before then. But episode 620 is called Super Cool Party People. And in this episode, Luke's back from the trip, and he wants to throw April a birthday party at the diner. And Lorelai offers to help him out, but he's like, no, it's still too soon for you guys to meet and all that BS that he's been feeding her for, like, the past five or six months. I can't believe that when she asks him, you know... I'd like to meet her. I think it's important. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe you know. Maybe she didn't say it that way. Maybe she just said, "Hey, I'll help." Yeah, I don't know. But if she if she comes up with some of the, the exact same talking points that Emily had and the, those same reasons, and then he has a counter to that and says, "No, I don't think it's time," then he's messing up. Well, I think that she's probably just going to be the passive aggressive person she's been lately, which is very out of character for her. And she's going to just be like, oh, you don't want me to help? Okay, whatever. And then it ends up that Luke doesn't know how to throw a party for a bunch of, what, 12, 13-year-olds? Yeah, and freaks out. And he freaks out and ends up being a disaster, which is why in the previews he was like, oh, it's a disaster. That's what it was about. It wasn't the big dramatic thing we thought it was going to be. They just liked to you know, pull our legs and get our hopes up that there's going to be a lot of drama. But the birthday party was becoming a disaster, so he calls Lorelai, tells her that. She comes and helps out and saves the day. Ends up like being a great party yeah. because she saves it. And, and that's, then, that's good. That's going to help be- between April and Lorelai. They get to bond and really yeah. meet and stuff, so it's pretty cool. Hopefully that will help Luke and Lorelai out. Who knows, though. And in the meantime... As we saw in the last episode, Rory was going to the hospital to see Logan. We saw in the previews, he looks pretty banged up. Yeah, like, you know, soap opera banged up with, like, all kinds of makeup on his face and stuff. Looks pretty bad. I don't bad. like watching him like oh, that. Oh, no, you poor thing. It made me sad. It Uh-oh. made me have bad dreams. Really? Yeah. That's not good. I know. But it's Logan, and he's hurt. <laughs> and he needs our support. So, okay. everybody say a prayer for Logan before you go to bed. All right. So she's at the hospital. He's pretty bad off. Um, she tries to get information about his condition, but, like, the stupid hospital people won't tell her because she's not family. Right. Just a girlfriend. Pish posh. Oh, what if that's, like, the galvanizing thing that makes them want to get married? Where she's like, I couldn't get any information about you because I'm not anything but a girlfriend. And he looks at him, looks at her, and she's all, and he's like all beat up. And he looks at her in the eye and says, "Let's get married." And then they call the chaplain at the hospital, and they get oh, married right they there. Wheel, they wheel his crippled ass downstairs, and they get married. 
That'd be awesome. Sweet dude. I would stand up and applaud. <laughs> no, I really it's not, would. It's not going to be that literal, but, you know, who knows? Maybe this is the thing that, you know, makes them go that extra edge. I think it's going to make Rory realize how much she cares about him. My question is, is she going to tell him about kissing Jess? I, you know what? I don't know. Like, I don't even think that she should. Like, morally, I don't think she's obligated to tell him <laughs> because it's not like they were dating or it's not like they had sex. You know what I mean? But she and Logan are dating and she kissed another guy. Yes, but okay. So if you and I were dating and I kissed another guy, you'd have been okay with that? Dang it, why didn't I know that when we <laughs> <you> were dating? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would be okay I would be okay knowing it. But it's like it it was just a it, it was more like he kissed her, for starters, mm-hmm. and she didn't reciprocate. It didn't go much past that. So I would just let bygones be bygones and not say anything about it. You know what I mean? So did you kiss other girls when we were dating? Is well, that what you're trying to say? Bygones are bygones. We'll talk about this later. Alright. <laughs> so she can't get any info because she's not family. Well, none of his stupid family's there. Um, right. So she's not able to get any info at all, apparently. Hmm. And so she ends up calling Mitchum and being like, you need to get down here, which is really weird because they haven't talked. Since, since, he, since he came and started barking orders at the uh, at Martha's Vineyard. But he didn't talk to her. Oh, that's right. But that's like the last time he saw her. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't like Mitchum. Mm-mm. Mitchum. Damn, Mitchum. And Shira. Sounds oh. like Shira. I know. But she's no princess of power. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sure that Logan's going to be okay. We know he is because he's in the next season. We already know that, so no worries for there. But it is sad to see him, you know, hurt like that. But hopefully Logan and Rory will stop being off, you know, will be better and not be on the rocks anymore. And their relationship will be stronger because of this. One can only hope. Um, that's pretty much it. For the spoilers, we want to give thanks to our sources. Um, we got our sources for the spoilers were WB.com and TVGuide.com. Pretty much said the same thing, mm-hmm. but just in different ways. So I put the two together. Uh-huh. Made your own. Yeah. Good thinking. But I got to give kudos. Sure. Also want to say hi to my fellow Sophies. Hope you all are listening and you enjoy the show. And thank you to everybody for listening to our show. Um, if you're new to the show... Hope you like it and subscribe. And if you're um, a regular, thanks for sticking around. And welcome back. Yeah. Of course, I'm saying that at the end. I guess I should have said at the beginning. But hey, what are you going to do? So if people want to email us, they can email me. I'm Dave at GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. And I'm Alicia at GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. That's A L I C I A. And if you hate typing, you can go to our website at GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. And on the upper right hand corner, there's a thing that says send me an audio. It's pink. You can't miss it. It's pink and black. And so you just click on that. And it's real quick. You don't need to know anything about computers except that you've got one and it has a mic. And you click send a message and you can send a little voicemail to us. And, you know, we might use it on the show. Uh, you can also go there to subscribe through iTunes. Uh, Yahoo, Podcast Alley. Or you can just download it from our website directly. Or, yeah, or you can just click right on you know the main page and start listening to it right inside your browser. If you want to give us any feedback, questions we prefer in emails only. Right. Because um, it's the easiest way for us to respond directly to you. Um, but if you just have any comments or feedback, you can go to the members' feedback page or you can leave us a comment on the, directly on this episode. So until next week, guys, thanks for listening and have a good week.